Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbong. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, that it was uh, Reed Wilkins hosting the show today or something, opening up with a little bit of Def Leppard? One of the founding members, in fact, one of the lone two remaining founding members, that is uh, Rick Savage, turns 59 today. So we had to get some leopard in there. I know that's not the one we were aiming for. Could you not? Is that from Pyromania? It is from Pyromania. Can you not get, like, the lead track from that album? Give me something that, you know, is, is it actually on there? Or I mean, I'm just, I think that, what year is that? Maybe 1983 off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of the year that it was 82, 83, 83, 84, and around that time. Good luck finding that. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer back from Vancouver. Uh, Edmonton Oilers rolled in last night around 2, 150. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We have a... um a show that's going to uh, involve you today, uh, because we're going to have a lot of different discussion points, including who is the most electrifying uh, player to watch currently in sports. Because I think when it comes to hockey, we might be watching them on a nightly basis. Uh, sort of the it player, right? You know, I mean, is Le- LeBron James, he's having maybe a bit of a, a, a renaissance. I don't. Is it a renaissance when you've been as good as he's been for as long as he's been? And maybe people are like, oh, well, Lakers are off to a great start. He's still really good. Yeah, he was so good that I think at times he got discounted for uh, major awards. Uh, Lamar Jackson, obviously the it guy here and now in the NFL, no question. I don't know about you guys, but every chance I get to watch the Baltimore Ravens play, and I would have never said that before, I want to watch them because what we're seeing is something completely different. And, of course, there's the Edmonton Oilers as well. John Shannon is going to join us today at uh, 1235. Are we getting coaching advice from uh, the former producer of the show now? Uh, he's become uh, 
a huge, huge star. You may have heard of him, uh, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports, who is the uh, unofficial Edmonton-based uh, pyromania. What, what, what's Reed saying there? He called in. What sort of what, what sort of scouting advice is he giving us right now? Well, first of all, apparently there is no album called Pyromania. Rock, rock till you drop might have been the lead song that we were looking for on that. That's what he called in to say. But he was also impressed that we found this deep cut. So, well, you did go now. Do you, should we explain at times how? Sure. There's one of two ways that we come up with the musical selections of the yeah. show. Okay, one of the ways is you take a look at this day in music history, yep. and that's kind of okay. How can we tie that back in? Actually, there's three ways. That's one of the ways. Another way is it's kind of a little bit dependent upon who's rolling into uh, Rogers' place. Mm-hmm. So if there's an act that's coming in, like I think we're clo- is, is James Taylor coming in shortly here? I think he might be, but that's a little slow playing. Uh, and there are some great James Taylor songs. Then there's the third way, and that's where Bob's in his uh, his F-150, courtesy of the folks uh, out in uh, out in the lovely community of Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less. And Brent Ridge Ford has hooked me up, and I'm sitting there and I'm bouncing around from uh, various FM stations in Edmonton, okay, because I listen to them all, or maybe satellite radio. When I'm not listening to college football on Saturdays, driving back and forth to the rink on a on a morning skate day and a on a game day, and then I just if I find a song, I'm like, yeah, you know what, that might work for a show. So those are the three ways. Um, you know, you can be it doesn't just have to be all hockey all the time. You can have a little bit of fun once in a while as well. But it was all hockey all the time this weekend. John Shannon coming down the pipe in the first half hour or second half hour of the show. Then we'll open it up. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion, Embers at River Cree Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. You can uh, text us. We have a new text number. It is 780-496-0063. And it is our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors has more for your floor. We're on Twitter as well. Uh, you can reach me at Oilers now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, And uh, reach Brendan at Brendan Escott. Team Canada announcing their final 31 players for their training camp. Mr. Escott, I don't know if you noticed, but the Edmonton Oilers only have two players currently playing junior hockey. Did you know that? Well, they only got two guys currently playing in uh, the what we refer to as Major Junior. Okay, Both those players have been invited uh, to Team Canada's camp. Raphael Lavoie is having a big offensive season for Halifax. Actually, his shooting percentage is down, but he's shooting the puck a ton. He's a dominant offensive player in that league, a second-round pick, 38th overall. And uh, in the 2019 draft, and then you got Olivier Rodrigue, who was a second-round pick. In the 2018 draft, he's a goaltender currently playing for Moncton. I think he's got about a 9-12 save percentage. So, a little bit of news there for you. Big win last night for the Edmonton Oilers. They needed it. They got it out. Hey, by the way, uh, yeah, let's wait before we get into that. Let's get to our Oilers Now Audio Vote brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. I, I know this next voice. The Oilers, every bit as shorthanded as the Vancouver Canucks as the two teams collide for the second time in 24 hours. Here's McDavid cutting inside to Darnell Nurse. One-timer score, Josh Archibald. This is first as an Oiler, and it was set up off a beautiful feed from Darnell Nurse. He'll never get it easier what's happened than that. I mean, he did have to deflect it, but a great look. First for McDavid, he drove the net. The puck came back to Nurse, who found Archibald at the side of the goal, and Archibald 
ball deflects it home into the wide open yawning cage. Dug out by JT Miller on his backhand, gliding to the high slot, waiting. Shea won't let him free. Now a centering pass, beautiful done. Tipped home by Besser, even as he took a high stick on the play. Directly to Horvat, out to the point. Shot dropped by Koskinen. Score, Josh Lebo on the rebound. Here's McDavid, top of the circles, looking, dishing. What-timer score! Leon Drysaddle's got his second power play goal of the year, and Edmonton has tied it up. Two-all, Drysaddle. To McDavid's side of the net, chase on to Neal. Back door, one-timer, score! Leon Drysaddle has his second of the night, and Edmonton has regained the lead. Just before the power play expires, Drysaddle's second of the evening and 18th on the year makes it 3-2 Edmonton. Horvat trying to center, fire at the horn, deflected wide, and this game is over. The Oilers gain a split of the back-to-back home-and-home. Well, make no mistake, Vancouver outplayed Edmonton Saturday night, deserved the 5-2 victory. The Oilers playing without Ryan Nugent Hopkins now for four games. They've gone 2-2 two two during that stretch. Uh, moving McDavid and Drysettle to different lines last night, which I think helped against Vancouver uh, because Bo Horvat was uh, very effective with Tanner Pearson on Saturday night against the Oilers. That tandem combined for seven points. Oilers got a much better and much more complete effort. Here's Dave Tippett. Well, we knew we were going to have to, it was going to take a full team effort tonight and especially missing a few guys and then we lost Benning during the game. Uh, so we just, you know, we, our goaltender played well, our special teams were pretty good and uh, we knew it was going to be, you know, back to back, both teams are tired so it's, uh, we grind out a win, that's what it was about. Uh, it- Special teams were pretty good. Well, they went two for two in the power play and killed off both shorthanded situations. Dave Tippett had this to say in battling back in the third. We were, I thought we were pretty good, even though, you know, they had a little momentum there early. But but we had some good looks. But our guys, I like the way we dug in. You know, it's uh, it's funny how it goes. You think about that. They cut us the first game at home off a road off a road trip, and we cut them the first game at home off a road trip, right? So. It, there's something to that, but uh, I was happy. Our guys competed hard. Our goaltender was good. Our big guys really played well tonight, so it was a good good two points, and now we move on. Special teams and goaltending. Again, I mean, the Oilers go two for two in the power play. They're now first in the NHL in power play percentage, over 32% this year. Um, and their penalty killing is currently second. I, I got to chuckle, Brendan, because I, I had a couple people respond back to a post-game tweet I put out about the performance. Yeah, well, you guys are totally dependent on your power play, your crappy five-on-five team. All right. The fact is, their power play is number one and their penalty killing is number two. And special teams are part of the game. And uh, face it, Koskinen was one save better than Markstrom last night. Maybe two saves better because I'm still not convinced. I think in the spirit of the rule, the goaltender interference call, and they, they basically said afterwards both Haas and Granlin interfered on Patrick Russell's goal. Not sure that was really the initial purpose of that. Like, to me, it was more like guy drives the net hard, takes out the goaltender, empty net, tap in. Sometimes those goals counted back in the uh, 80s and 90s. Those were the goals that were supposed to be taken off the mix there. Uh, Josh Archibald got his first goal as an Edmonton winner. He had this to say. You know, it was a great play. A little cycle in the corner. McDavid tried to walk out, tried to find me originally, and the puck went to uh, Nursey at the point, and I kind of just faded off to the side of the net, and he made a great play and kind of slapped past and just tipped around. All right, and uh, Archibald said it was like playoff intensity last night. 
Yeah, that was a big win. I think that's a, a playoff type hockey game, you know, when you're grinding for 60 minutes like that. You know, we're down a couple bodies, but we had some guys step up tonight, and I thought it was an overall great team win. All right, and Edmonton played without Zach Cassian and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, so two of their top five scoring forwards. Nugent Hopkins probably their third best forward, and Ryan would say, okay, yeah, I'll defer to Connor and Leon. That's okay. Uh, Cassian having a wonderful season. Uh, so those two guys not available to the Oilers, uh, you know, Mike Smith wasn't going to start anyway. A little bit of a tweak. Uh, the orders brought up Stuart Skinner on a, an emergency recall here. We'll see how long Smith is out for. Koskinen played great. Canucks, in fairness, missed Alex Edler. They also didn't have Brandon Sutter and Chad uh, Chad Beagle. Uh, Jay Beagle. Chad Beagle, for many of you who maybe watched the Western Hockey League back in the uh, mid-1990s, remember him as a hard-nosed, undersized player for the Swift Current Broncos. Uh, Jay Beagle. Uh, anyhow, bottom line, Edmonton gets the win. Leon Drysaddle had this to say on winning despite uh, the injuries. You know, every team has that. Every team goes goes through injuries. Obviously, we're battling that a little bit right now, and, and it's tough. Uh, you never want to play games with, with guys being injured. You know, you need guys stepping up, and, and we had that tonight again. Drysaddle again, two power play goals. He came into the game with one. So the Oilers have two players now over 50 points. McDavid, two assists. Drysaddle, two power play goals. And that's only happened like six times in the last 25 years before the 30-game mark, and those guys got it done at 29 games. Oscar Clefbaum, uh, who, by the way, was paired last night with Adam Larson, thought they had a pretty strong game. Clefbaum on having the ability to bounce back. It's a big strength of ours to, to get those bounce-back games. Uh, I think that that gives us a lot of confidence uh, and, a, and a boost that we, we, we're not going to lose two in a row and, and come back and play a solid game, even though it was, wasn't pretty all the times, and, and obviously we, we got a, a goal disallowed, and, and obviously we stuck with it, and, and got two big points all right so Edmonton gets the win today a CBA mandated off day it's their last one for a while the team will practice tomorrow uh, and then take on the Ottawa Senators who are in Vancouver on Tuesday night Ottawa comes into Edmonton Wednesday Todd McClellan LA Kings good home team struggling a bit on the road but they're at Edmonton on Friday and then Buffalo who's got an um, afternoon game in Vancouver on Saturday uh, Buffalo will be in Edmonton on Sunday, and the Oilers will close out a four-game homestand against the Carolina Hurricanes on Tuesday. So two of the first three games, Edmonton gets teams coming off a back-to-back um, out in Vancouver, which is it's not as easy a travel as a Calgary-Edmonton back-to-back. Nonetheless, it's still a back-to-back. Hey, Brendan, after the game, apparently there was a bit of a controversy regarding a video that surfaced and some media members uh, retweeted this thing out where Shane and Gagne were giving each other the proverbial love tap joking around like guys do hey you know and and sometimes you see players body check each other in the pregame warm-up and there was I couldn't believe how like like we have a really intelligent fan base in Edmonton it's remarkable how many conspiracy theorists were out. Something's going on here. Like, seriously? I just want to get on the record and say that you and I had not discussed this at all prior to right now, and I thought that was the most ridiculous thing. They were, I don't know what indicated to anybody that there was any okay. sort of animosity. Have you, have you, like, for the, some of the media guys, like, have you been around teams on a date? Like, come on. Like, you know that, like, there's certain things that take place. Like, I will say this. There's a mythology out there. If you have a media person who says, this is what's going on in the room right now. Jack and me are on the plane. 
the most of all the media. Okay? We're on every trip. We don't know everything that happens in the room. A lot of that stuff that happens in the room, that's their stuff. But it's sort of universally known that, you know, players sometimes in a humorous way get a little rambunctious after games and have a little bit of fun. So I was surprised at people suggest, geez, this looks like Riley Shane and Sam got like, really? Also think of the context, like, the team's having a pretty good... If anything, this is... Winning cures a lot in sport. But it's been pretty positive. Part of the reason why it's been pretty positive is sort of the temperament and the deportment of the general manager because he's an approachable, nice man. And there's just... There's not as much tension around the club this season. And now, you know, and they and the other thing is they're resilient. They find ways to win games. But again, I was I was surprised that people were actually questioning this. I was like, no. And then somebody, you know, well, you didn't say anything. Because 98% of the people that saw it would know. Well, 98% of the people that saw it would know 100% those guys were fooling around having fun. I was kind of, it was kind of, I don't know, I was kind of, but again, if you have some guy that, uh, you know, works in media, be it full or part-time, I believe if you work part-time in media, they call it freelance, uh, and I've been freelance before, so I know what that's like, if they're sitting there telling you that they know 100% what's going on in the room, mm, only the guys on the team that are actually in the room really know what's going on in the room. Trainers, equipment guys, those guys might have a feel for it too. Uh, but the players, that's kind of their their sanctum. So I always I always kind of get a bit of a chuckle there. I'm not pontificating. I'm just saying I was surprised there was uh, the questioning that took place there last night. Anyhow, they're in a good spot. Got a homestand coming up. Have played a lot of road games. They needed that win last night. It was a character win. And Vancouver's not a bad team. Here to tell you that. They're not a bad team. 12:23 in Edmonton. When we get back, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, with you in Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 6:30. Chad. 12:25 at Edmonton. Let's get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business while your order and where your order is done on time every time. Elite promotional marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Five games in the NHL tonight. Zero Canadian teams involved. But we'll tell you that the Montreal Canadiens put backup goaltender Keith Kincaid on waivers this morning. He's got a 4-2-4 goals against average and 8-7-5 save percentage across six appearances this year. We should note that the Habs have lost eight straight games after coughing up a lead to Boston last night. Legendary Hab Gila Fleur had successful lung surgery on the weekend, just two months removed from quadruple bypass surgery as well. Uh, the deadline for restricted free agents Yessa Pugliarvi and Julius Honka to play in the NHL this season did come and go yesterday, meaning they'll both remain in Finland while the Oilers and Stars continue to work on trade options. As you mentioned, Bob Hockey Canada announced the selection camp roster for the 2020 World Juniors. Some notable names including Oilers prospects Raphael Lavoie and Olivier Rodrigue. Other Alberta ties see Jacob Bernard Docker, Dylan Cousins, Dylan Holloway and Ty Smith all invited as well. Two big wins 
for the Bakersfield Condors this weekend. 4-3 on the road in San Jose. 3-1 over Ontario at home. William Legison had four points over those two games. So next up, the Stockton Heat in Stockton on Saturday. The Oil Kings took care of their business, outlasting the Hitmen 5-4 on Saturday afternoon before thumping Regina 7-1 yesterday. Moose Jaw comes to town tomorrow to wrap up the mini three-game homestand. The Oil Kings are back atop the Central Division, two points up on Lethbridge. And in their last home action before the new year, uh, the U of A Golden Bears conference action, I should specify the U of A Golden Bears, outscored the UBC Thunderbirds 10-4 in uh, total over the weekend. They moved to 14-2, a four-point lead on Calgary. Exam season upon us, so they are off until December 28th and 29th. They get a couple of tune-up games against Mount Royal and Nate. All right. Uh, should mention, uh, what did I want to hit on there? Ah, now I've... American Hockey League. You mentioned that they're going to take on Stockton here moving forward. Luke Phillip, former Alberta Golden Bear, six goals, nine points uh, in 12 games in the month of November. And I bring that up because there was a heavy Boston inf- uh, influence in the Oilers organization for a while. Edmonton went out and got uh, Nolan Vesey. He's still under contract. And uh, Colin Larkin, who's no longer Oilers property, two players. Uh, they combined for five assists in 36 American Hockey League games. Sometimes there's uh, guys right underneath your own nose. Just got to look. 1229 in Edmonton off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. John Shannon coming up uh, next, our NHL insider. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.